Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another episode of the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Ryan Michaels here with you, boy, Chip Tannen. What it do? So, Chip, you have been a man of many premonitions this year. You have these senses of worry, doubt, and joy. Where is the chipometer on this playoff game? Uh, it's uh, pretty bad. Oh, it's, it's pretty grim? Yeah, pretty grim. Like Grim Reaper or just like, yeah? Yeah, I'm, listen, man, I'm just not. And, you know, I'm not. Don't be like, oh, you know, Chip's a fake fan, you know, any of that. I'm just not. I'm being a realist here, okay? I don't have the best feeling. I mean, it's it's the GOAT, man. It's the defending champs in Tampa, you know. I just, I don't know, man. So you're being the pessimistic teenager that thinks that they know better than the parent right now. That is correct. Got it. Okay. So you said this to me before we started recording, but the stars have to align for the Eagles to win. And that starts with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, man. I mean, listen, this is a big game for him, not just, you know, for this season. It's for the, it's for his future. Um, can he show that he can, you know, stand toe to toe with the goat? Um, you know, I'm not, and again, I'm not expecting a win, but I, I am expecting him to come out and, and play well. You know, we can't have Jalen hurts against the giants, you know, the first game. So, you know, if he can come out and do that and look solid and if they can, you know, play a competitive game and keep it close, then, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be feeling a lot better for next year with him. Yeah. If you know, the thing that I always I want to see from a young quarterback, at least if he goes out there and goes throw for throw with the greatest of all time and shows poise out there. And I'm not saying that he hasn't shown that this year, but this is now an elevated stage. Yeah. The NFL is one level up and then the playoffs are a whole other animal. Right. If he can continue to show that poise composure and if he can make good decisions, I We've talked about this before where it seems like he's fixated on option A. Yeah. We're going to get into this later. Um, and, and mostly with the accuracy with the throws is a problem. Um, this is not Jalen Hurts related, but it is a Jalen problem. Jalen Rager had best not be involved as much as Devontae Smith. Well, no. I mean, I mean Devontae Smith's number one option yeah, I mean, you have you have Devonte Smith, Dallas Goddard, and then your run game is basically what's going to be what's going to happen. I mean, then and then you know you have Quez Watkins out there too. So you know Jalen Rager should be is going to be a second thought as he should be because he's not good. Yeah, you know I'll, I'll be 100 percent honest with you. I think they should be involving Greg Ward a little bit more. Um, but I don't know. I guess they still have faith in Rager, so. Yeah, they're they're trying to you know get him out there a little bit too much. I think. I mean, yeah. I mean, I agree. I like I like Greg Ward as like a you know a, a third down and short type of guy that can get you a first down. Um, but if the Eagles are going to win, they have to run the ball effectively. Um, that's the number one thing. And then and then and then Jalen Hurts has got to make some some plays with his arm. And you know we know what he can do with his legs. Um, but he's got to be he's got to be on point with those throws and and can't be you know, throwing behind guys and can't be throwing short guys because the Buccaneers are going to make you pay if you do that. And see, 
we're all human, so like mistakes happen. We're not saying that mistakes can't happen, but they can't be crucial ones that decide the game. Right. And his decision making this game has immense ramifications for his future. It, this could determine whether the franchise is comfortable with him to remain. Yep. yep. And, you know, just because fans are and fans are dubbing him this franchise guy, nobody cares what you think. Legitimately, nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, if he comes out and plays really poorly, then what are those guys going to say after that? So, you know, again, this is a big game for Jalen Hurts, not just for now. I mean, obviously, it's the playoffs. It's a big game, but it's a big game for his future as well. Um, So. We'll I'm rooting if, for him here, but never oh, dub somebody. Never dub somebody anything. Exa- yeah, yeah. You can't, you know, you can't be, you know, too quick to, 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 you know, name him the starter. I mean, name him like the the franchise guy. Um, you know, when he hasn't proved to me that he ha- that he is. Um, like you mentioned earlier. I mean, you know, he hasn't shown that he is accurate. A lot of the time, I mean, he's missed a lot of throws. Um, he doesn't have the the, the biggest arm, uh, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But his um, reads are bad sometimes. Yeah, like and like you said, he he he's he's fixated on the number one option. Can't do that. So you know, I'm excited to see if he can come out and and you know be it be a good decision maker and you know make some plays. A lot of his interceptions this year. You could watch him just staring down the same receiver. Yeah. And any anyone who was defending just being like, oh, okay. And then there's three people over there. Yeah. So can't do that, um, obviously, um, especially against a team like this where, you know, if you, if you do, God forbid, turn the ball over, you know, that offense is going to make you pay. Now, with – Let's go on the defensive side of the ball. The Bucks are down a little bit at receiver. However, they still have Mike Evans who and Rob Gronkowski. Uh, as we're going to get into this in the podcast, but what do you think is going to be the most significant part of keeping the Bucks in check? Well, you got to limit the run game first off. Um, you know, I don't know if Leonard Fournette's going to be back for this game. If not, that's that's great. Uh, but if he is, yeah, you, you got to. You got to try to limit him. And then, you know, when they throw the ball, um, I would just put Darius Slay on Mike Evans and let Darius Slay do his thing. And then you got to limit uh, Gronk somehow. Um, you know, it kind of, as crazy as it sounds, it kind of goes back to the Super Bowl when we won. You know, I know Gronk had a big game, but um, it, it was kind of the same kind of game plan. You know, you, you can't let Gronk and Brady go off on you. Um, you know, I know, like I said, I know he kind of did in the Super Bowl, but we were lucky enough to have, you know, a, a good offense then too. So, you know, you got to, got to limit those two guys. I think Gronk's going to be the biggest one. Uh, Cause hopefully Darius Slay can do his thing on Mike Evans. Well, we're going to have to see, but this episode, we are focusing on the playoff game. We're not talking Sixers. We're not talking Flyers. Uh, We will, however, make a mention of two Philadelphia Phillies Mm. um, at the very end, and we will ask each other if we still hate them. So forgive us for that, but it's a tradition at this point, just like us almost 
potentially getting an Instagram. Yeah, it'll it'll eventually. Yeah, it'll happen at some point. Yeah, maybe. I got nothing left. What you say, Chippey? You the Rocky music. You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philly sports experience. Let's get in the huddle and talk some more playoff birds, baby. Go birds. Go birds. Go birds. So the Eagles will play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 1 p.m. Sunday on a TV in your living room. Guess who's on the call, by the way? I don't know. Probably that. Toolkit Tom McCarthy. He actually is, yeah. Actually? Where to God, yeah. Is he the live broadcast? Yep. On TV? Yep. Are you sure? Swear to God. I thought he was just radio. Oh, wait, maybe it is radio. Uh, he only filled in for people occasionally on CBS. Yeah, he filled in for Jim Nance. Yeah. That was weird seeing him and Tony Rowe. Okay, no, no. I need you to confirm that right now. No, it was it was radio. It was radio. All right, good. Well, you know, like some people in Philly love Tom McCarthy. This podcast is not very team friendly. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a not a fan. Like, like don't hate him. Don't hate him by any means. Yeah, he's not bad for football, but when it comes to Phillies, like I can't watch live Phillies on TV. Like I'll I'll literally watch Phillies on TV, mute it, and then turn on the radio and listen to Scott Fransky. It's the irrelevant conversations. It's yeah, like him, John Crook. I, I can't I can't do it, man. They talk about food, their kids, just everything that doesn't involve the Phillies. They talk about. Like I don't I don't get it. And you know, like for for a certain period of time, I don't blame them because the Phillies sucked for that long. Yeah, I guess. But. That time is well, coming on. Uh, they still sting. Never mind. Yeah, I know. Well, anyways, let's talk about the Eagles. Um, you know, we earlier we mentioned Jalen Hurts is going to be the key to this victory. He needs to be accurate with his throws. He needs to do better with his reads, and he needs to run the ball efficiently uh, himself as well as the running backs. But what do you think is the biggest key? to the Eagles being able to pull off an upset. They got to run the ball, man. They, they they have to run the ball. That that's the way they're going to win. Um that's the way they won their games in the regular season and that's the way they're going to win the playoffs if they're going to win. So, run the ball and then defensively they can't they just can't let up the big play, man. That's that's really what it comes down to. Now, we've seen the Jalen Hurts of old, and we've seen the Jalen Hurts of gold. Jalen Hurts of old made terrible decisions. Passes were behind. It just seemed like there was a lot of things going on. Yeah. Now, the Jalen Hurts of gold is accurate, makes wise decisions, and utilizes all options. Right. Well, as he's evolved as a quarterback this season – 
where do you think that he lies going into this game? Do you think he's automatically the Jalen Hurts of gold that what seems like a whole bunch of Twitter does? Or do you think he's a very improved young quarterback? He's definitely he, he definitely has improved. Um, you know, you've seen some of the strides that he's made throughout the course of the year. Um, you know, I'm not going to go as far as saying, oh, he's going to be, you know, he's going to have a fantastic game because I don't know if he is. Um, but he needs to everything you said. He needs to be, you know, accurate. He needs to make good reads. He needs to make good decisions. Um, and if, you know, if, if the play does break down, then you can use your legs, which he's so good at doing. So, um, you know, I, I don't think, I think mentally he's going to be fine because we've seen how just mentally strong of a, of a person he is. Um, so I think, you know, the moment's not really too big for him. Honestly, I think he, I think he's right, you know, where, right. He's, he's right where he wants to be. Um, so it's just going to be a matter of, of he can, if he can do it you know, physically on the field and if you can make the right plays and right decisions. Yeah. I, I wish that I could stress even more how important it is that this game will, it's the culmination of everything that he's learned this season so far. Yeah. Uh, in, I think in both of our minds, we're on the same page here. Please tell me if I'm thinking differently than you, but he's earned next year as the starter. 100%. It is his job to lose at this point. Yep. But I'm not going to go as far as say he's the franchise guy. He's the guy that they have to build around. And I'll yeah. be 100% honest with you. I don't think the Eagles front office is there either. Um, as, much, as much as we rag on Howie too, like I want to give the guy credit here. Cap, wizard. Yeah. Signings, they're pretty solid. The draft, he is a terminal disease. Yeah, I think trade, you know – you know, everyone's everyone's high on Howie right now because like the trades that he made are looking good now. Like the like the Forty Niners trade last year, uh, or the Dolphins trade, sorry, um, and the and the Colts trade, obviously. Like, oh, you know, we made the playoffs, the Colts didn't. You know, yada yada yada. So in that aspect, yeah, we'll give him props. But you know, he has to. Th- this draft is going to be huge for him if he if he can go out and get good solid contributors you know potentially starters next year because you know it's the first round you should be getting starters um then then you know i'll i'll kind of lay off a little bit but you know you're exactly right i mean when it comes to drafting players he hasn't he doesn't have a good track record um you know especially in the high rounds like in the late rounds yeah he, he drafted my which has you know been a great um draft just a great story he, he's wasting premier talent Right, he's wasting top tier players when top, you know, you're, the first and second round players should be guys that contribute right away, and he hasn't really been successful in those rounds. And you have to be if you, in order to be a successful franchise. So, and it's know, just he, been exacerbated oh, by the fact that JJ Ortega Whiteside dropped, right. he didn't even drop. He just let a football go through him. Yeah, yeah, and you know the whole Jalen Rager. What it was a, I think it was the Giants game where Jalen Rager had like three, two or three drop passes. Four. You know that kind of the the big thing on him. Um, you know that kind of blew up in his face. So you know it's those it's those two in particular where people are like, all right, you know how he that you, you missed. Um, so if he can come out, you know, I mean, and and listen, th- you know, this past year's draft, twenty twenty one with Smith and and Dickerson. So far, so good. 
honestly. I mean, Devontae Smith's been phenomenal. You know, Landon Dickerson's been great. You know, you, you have your left side of the line should be set for the next 10 years with Mylana and Dickerson. Um, you know, even Milton Williams looked really good. I know they got decimated by the Cowboys, but he looked really good in that game. Um, the second one, not the first one, because he barely played. But, um, you know, so, so far so good on, on those picks. Um, so, you know, he's got to come out and do it again this year, especially this year with, with three first-rounders. You can't blow this draft, but let's get back to the playoff game. Yeah. We'll save that for the offseason. Yes. Which is probably next week, by the way. Stop. <laughs> Sorry. All right. When we're talking about the run game, uh, do we know if Miles Sanders is going to be returning? Um, Nick Sirianni said in a press conference that he hopes he'll be back. We're not sure yet. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see on that one. Um, but Nick Sirianni is hopeful that we'll get Miles Sanders back. Going up against the Bucks defensive line, do you think that the Eagles run game will run into any brick walls? Yeah, I mean, listen, they have a good defensive line. Um, you know, it starts with Vita Vea, the big, big Vita Vea just got a contract extension. Um, so props to him. But he's, you know, I mean, he got it for a reason. He's a really good player. Um, he's just a mammoth of a man. Uh, so it starts with him. You know, they have they have good edge rushers and and Shaq Barrett. Um, you know, the kid, the kid that drafted in this past year's, uh, past year's draft, Joe Tryon, Shoyinka, I think he say it. You know, he's looked good. Um, so they, they do have a good defensive line. Uh, it's going to be tough on them. Uh, the Buccaneers defense statistically have done pretty well against the run. But, um, you know, they said the same thing against the Saints and we ran all over them. So um, it's not impossible, but they do have some really good players up front. The more you talk, the more nervous I get. <laughs> Listen, man, they're def- they're the defending champs, man. They're def- they're defending champs for a reason. They have really good players. Um, and all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a mini segment that I just thought of. Okay. You have to talk for two consecutive minutes on why you think the Buccaneers are the better team. Three, two, one, go. <sighs> It starts with coaching. Uh, they have Bruce Arians run the show. Um, you know, they have a really good offensive coordinator in Byron Leftwich working with the GOAT in Tom Brady, uh, the greatest quarterback to ever play this game. Uh, they have a really good defense. The, their defensive coordinator is Todd Bowles. Um, you know, we know him as a former head coach of the Jets, um, you know, and he's come in and, and done a really good job with that defense. And then offensively, like I said, they have the greatest quarterback to ever do it. Um, I know they're injured a little bit on offense, you know, cause I know Leonard Fournette, I don't know if he's going to be playing in this game. I'm not sure. Um, but, um, Mike Evans is there, you know, he's a stud he's had, he literally hasn't had a season that he was under a thousand yards. Uh, he's had, he's an eight year pro and he, every season he's had over a thousand yards. Um, you probably have arguably the best tight end to ever play in Rob Gronkowski. Um, their offensive line is really, really good. Uh, led by their draft pick last year and Tristan Wirfs, uh, who was an all pro last year as a rookie. Uh, Ryan Jets, their center is really is phenomenal. Uh, I think he was, or he's either he was an all pro or he should be because he, he's that good. Um, you know, I mean, Ali Marpet is another really good player. Um, Donovan Smith went to Penn State, shout out Penn State. And then, like I said, the receivers, Mike Evans, you know, Rob Gronkowski, um, 
And then other than that, like I said, Chris Godwin's out, but you know, they, they still do have some good weapons. I know Antonio Brown literally walked off the field, but, um, and then defensively, um, defensively, like I said, they, up front, they're really, really good. Vita Vey is a stud. Shaq Barrett's a stud. Um, they have a young guy in Joe, Shr- Joe Tryon, Shrey Inc. I mentioned him too. Um, they, have, they have some older guys in Dom Sue and Jason Pierre-Paul on the defensive line. Uh, their linebackers are phenomenal, Levante David and Devin White, uh, two of the best in the league at linebacker. And, you know, their secondary is probably their weak point. Um, they're banged up right now in the secondary. Um so that's probably where the Eagles could, uh, you know, look to target them. But even then, you know, they still have um, a, still a really good safety in Antoine Winfield Jr., who they also drafted last year. Time. Uh, I mean, I can keep going if you want. You know, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. When I sat down to record this evening, I didn't get a bottle of water. So I used that two minutes to go get a bottle of water from my kitchen. There you go. Now you know my ulterior motive, listeners. Mm. Wow. Yep. Yeah. You schemer. That's a shame. That's a damn shame. <clears throat> Chippy's out here spitting facts, and I'm just going <laughs> to grab a bottle of water and drink it while he talks. Yeah, man. It's going to be like, I mean, listen, I, that's why I'm not, you know, I'm not expecting much, honestly. You know, if they win, then I'll be, you know, I'll be, of course, I'll be, you know, excited. But they're, they're a tough team, man. Uh, they're, they're the freaking defending champs. I mean, what, what else am I supposed to say? They literally re-signed everybody from last year's team to, to go and do it again. Well, uh, no, it's it's less about whether the Buccaneers are good or not. Yeah. Uh, I think it's more about the upward trajectory of the Eagles towards the end of the season. And again, I'm not saying the Eagles are going for sure going to lose. I'm just saying it's going to be very difficult. But, you know, again, the Eagles have to run the ball successfully in order to win. And the defense has to play well. And Jalen Hurts as well, of course. You know, d- uh. and, and the thing is, we haven't seen, other than, the, other than the run game, we haven't seen much consistency with this team. Like, we don't know what Jalen Hurts we're going to get. We don't know what the defense is going to look like, how they're going to play. Um, so, you know, it, it, again, and, you know, if we're down by 20, what does that mean for the run game? Are they just going to abandon it in general? But like, we don't know. Um, so, you know, that's going to be the biggest thing going into this game. What, what, te- what Eagles team are we getting? Probably the average one. Yeah. Cause for the most part, that's the Eagles team I've seen all year. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're going to you actually, gotta... have we beaten anyone that's in the playoffs? No, we haven't. We're 0-6 against teams that made the playoff this year. We're the only team that doesn't have a win against the playoff team. Raiders? Nope. Lost to them. Yeah, if if the Chargers made it too, it would have been worse. Yeah, it would have. We should have won. Cowboys. Oh, boy. We lost every game against playoff teams this year. So. Huh. I will say, though, most of those games happened when we weren't running the ball. Um, and other close, I mean, other games were close. Um, you know, like the Chargers game was close. Um, Raiders, we got destroyed. Uh, yeah, the 49ers game was close. We should have 
freaking won that game. The Chiefs game was closer than it should have been until that last Tyreek Hill touchdown. Yeah, no, that game wasn't really close. I mean, the score kind of doesn't really do it justice. We, we were not winning that game. Um, You know, I mean, both Cowboy games we got massacred, but the second one we didn't play our starter, so I don't know. Um, Does the second massacre even count? Nah, not really. It was kind of, we were just kind of getting ready for this game, but uh, Cowboys fans will tell you that it mattered because they're Cowboys fans. They play uh, the Cardinals now. They play, no, they play the 49ers. Niners, okay. The Rams play the Cardinals. Okay. And then the AFC, it's uh, Bengals Raiders. Yep. In Cincy. Uh, Chiefs Steelers. Mm-hmm. And the city and uh, Buffalo, New England in Buffalo. And Tennessee's the one seed, right? He's the one. Green Bay's the one in the NFC. So. Hmm. Hmm. The NFC runs through Lambeau, and the AFC runs through Tennessee, whatever their stadium's got. I don't know. Uh, just say Music City, like everyone else has been. <laughs> That's yeah, close enough. So. But. So, yeah, I I didn't think Tennessee was going to hold on to it. I really didn't. Once Henry got hurt, I thought they were done. Yeah, and that last game, they almost blew a lead against Houston. But uh, they were able to to thwart it. But, uh, yeah, I was surprised. Uh, You know, Tennessee, with all their injuries, uh, Julio Jones was out a while. A.J. Brown was out a few games. Derrick Henry, like you said, has been hurt. Um, But, you know, they, they, they were able to do it, man. Their healthy receiving core is solid. Yeah, I think they're getting healthy. I think Derrick Henry might be able to play um, next week in the divisional. So they could be whoever goes against them will get a somewhat healthy uh, Titans team. Oh, it's wild card weekend already. That means football's almost over. (laughs) It's 2022, man. That sucks. We're in the 20s. I mean, it's sick, but it sucks. Yeah, it's kind of saddening. Oh, I hate when football ends. Especially when the Eagles are going to lose this week. But so. I love the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, I'm just hoping it's not like Super Bowl 53. I... Arguably the worst game I've ever seen live. And I'm talking like every single game ever. Super Bowl 53? Yeah. Rams, Patriots. 13-3. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was terrible. Got a, I got a migraine from watching that game. That was the most boring game I've ever seen. I wanted to blow my head off. It was I sick. sat on my phone for the most part. Yeah. Nothing happened. Yeah, it was bad. It was real bad. That was terrible. And, of course, Tom Brady won, because why wouldn't he? Yeah. Uh, what Super Bowl was the halftime show with Jennifer Lopez and Shakira? Uh, I want to say that was Super Bowl. That was the Super Bowl against. It was in Miami. I want to say that was the Chiefs and 49ers. Because last year was the weekend, right? Yeah, it was. And that was, yeah, I think, I think it was the year before that. I think it was Chiefs uh, 49ers. I want to say that. Yeah. That was a great halftime show. Yes, it was. I totally wish the NFL wouldn't do that again. That was terrible. 
Who's the halftime? That would be the worst thing in the world. <laughs> Who was it this year? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm gonna Google that. I have I, like I actually just stopped caring, so I just wait to see what happens at this point. But I also feel like I haven't seen a ton of commercials for it. No, I haven't either. Like last year, you saw commercials with the weekend for like months before it. Who is it? Uh, performing during the half halftime show, it's rappers Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, and Kendrick Lamar will join R&B singer Mary J. Blige during the 2022 halftime show. Seriously? I guess. That's a big lineup. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, and Kendrick Lamar, and Mary J. Blige. That's a pretty big lineup, no? I mean, yeah, it is, but it's just Mary J. Blige and a bunch of rappers, so. Huh. Should be interesting. Huh. 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 Well, back to the Eagles. Yeah. This is off-game topic. However, it appears that the Eagles may be losing a member of their coaching staff. Okay. Jonathan Gannon is being interviewed by the Denver Broncos for their head coaching job. Yeah, why? I have no idea, dog. I mean, you know, I mean, that's great for him, I guess, but there's there's better candidates out there. I mean, Brian Flores just got fired. That's a better candidate. Kellen Moore is a better candidate. Dan Quinn's a better candidate. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Brian Flores got fired for nothing today. Yeah, I don't know why. What are the Dolphins doing? Um, They chose to keep the GM that Howie Roseman fleeced. Yeah. Instead of Brian Flores. Um, Look, I'm, I'm going to be 100% honest. Who's 3-1 and one against Bill Belichick, by the way. Look, I'm just going to be 100% honest here. Was Brian Flores amazing? But he was a good. He's a good coach. But he's the first coach in Miami to have a winning record in back-to-back years since what, like '01? Dude, you started. The Dolphins started one and seven. They went nine and eight. Yeah, they went nine and eight. Right? Yeah. So you you go. They won eight out of their last nine games. You went. You go eight and one in your last nine games, and you're fired. Are you kidding me? What are the Dolphins doing? <laughs> I I legit thought that he might be up for coach of the year. If they made the playoffs, yeah. I mean, as a GM, you take Tua over Justin Herbert, one. And then you make that idiotic trade with the Eagles, two. And you fire your head coach because of it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, smart move there, Dolphins. Yeah, that sounds about right. Want to give us another first-round pick? Because I'll take one. Why don't you just give us the whole... Why don't you give us Jalen Waddle for a bag of footballs? I'll do that, yeah. I love Jalen Waddle. 
Are, are you being the uh, Miami Dolphins GM right now? Jalen Waddle was my draft crush last year. You wish the Eagles got Jalen Waddle. I mean, like during the draft, yeah, but like I'm happy they got Devontae Smith. Are we you? We're in sure. your. We were in your basement, and we all, we screamed and flipped out that when they drafted Javante Smith. I talked it into existence. I just want I that. I was literally on the floor. I I talked that. I just kept saying the Eagles are going to draft Javante Smith for, like, legitimately five minutes straight, and you told me to shut up. You did say And that. I said, no, I'm talking it into existence. And I just kept pointing at the screen and saying Devontae Smith. And literally, like, it was the Cowboys pick, and it said trade. I'm like, there's no way. And then Eagles popped up. I'm like, stop. And then it showed the trade. We only gave him a third. I'm like, what? And we jumped in front of the Giants to get him, who were drafting him, by the way. Oh, it was it was it was a thing of beauty. <laughs> Do you think that the Cowboys are what got Dave Gettleman fired? He he didn't get fired. He stepped. He retired. He got fired. Yeah, he re- they say he was re- he retired. Let, let's be real here, Chip. Um, why aren't they firing Joe Judge? Is my question. I don't know, man. So you're telling me Brian Flores gets fired, but Joe Judge doesn't? Are you serious? See, and I think that's most people's issue with it. Where it's like, if all of these terrible coaches got fired, and the Dolphins were like, we we just don't want to stay with Brian Flores, they would have been like, well, that's weird, but okay. Dude, dude um, ran a QB sneak on the opposite goal line on third and nine. I think um, – I'm trying to think of other bad teams. I don't think David Culley will get fired. The Texans yeah. are a dumpster fire, so why would he get fired? I don't know. He might, but, like, it's not really his fault. I mean, Deshaun Watson – the whole Deshaun Watson thing was kind of screwed your season. It's but not his fault. How is it David Culley's fault? Davis Mills looked pretty solid. I'm going to say that. Actually? Like, he looked pretty solid. Yeah. Like, you could, you might have something there. I'm not even joking. Like, he looked pretty solid. Like, if you're a Houston fan who's somehow listening to this, you might have something, Davis Mills. So, I've watched a lot of Davis Mills this year, not on purpose, but when he first started. Oh, he was brutal. He was horrific. Yeah, but listen, down the stretch, he he did look pretty solid. I, I will say that. But you know, you he's one of those quarterbacks that you watched more and more of, and we're like, oh, is yeah. he is he developing? Yeah, he makes some he in makes Houston. Some, yeah, because <laughs> I watched a lot of Red Zone, and they you know they play every game on Red Zone. You know, he made some he made some good throws, man, and they you know he kept them in some games, and you know, he he you might have something in Davis Mills. I mean, I'm I'm not saying, you know, he's going to be a stud or anything, but you might have something there if you can develop him. Yeah, you'll have your own Ryan Tannehill. There you go. Bang. I'm nervous about this playoff game. Is Jalen Hurts going to do it? (laughs) I don't know, man. Like, you know, that's the thing, too. That's that's another narrative that's been all year long. I'm rooting for this kid so hard. Yeah. But I just don't know. Here's what I'm hoping. I, I and I think we mentioned this, but I'm just hoping. I'm just hoping we don't get absolutely destroyed. Like I hope Jalen Hurts plays well, 
And even if, even if they lose, I hope it's close. And, you know, everyone's like, okay, you know, Jalen Hurts, you know, he played well, but it wasn't enough. You know, just I just don't play really bad. Just please. <laughs> like, I want to go into an offseason being somewhat confident for next year. Mm-hmm. Not like last year when we went 4-11-1, but we're, we're not going to talk about that. 4-11-1. and one. Yeah. And missed the playoffs by one game. <laughs> no. Was, Ain't that scary? It wasn't. It was, it was like three games, but still. I know, I know, I know, but like... <laughs> Um, yeah, I remember the Giants and Joe Judge talking about the integrity of the game. Yeah, and then they run a QB sneak on third and nine on the opposite opposite end zone. Yeah, that that's the integrity of the game. Um, I mean, think about where we were last year. You know, last year we were, like I said, we were four eleven and one. Carson Wentz played horribly. We benched him for Jalen Hurts. We didn't know we didn't know what Jalen Hurts was going to be. You know, we didn't. We still had Carson Wentz. Were we going to trade him? Were we not going to trade him? We fired Doug Peterson, and now here we are in the playoffs. If you would have told me last year that we were going to make the playoffs this year, I would have laughed in your face. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm with you there. Uh, so th- this is going back to what I talked about earlier with Howie. Um, again. He's a cap wizard. He signs right pieces at the right time, it seems like. Yeah. If my man had, I don't know, a room full of people that aren't nerds that sat their face in a book and didn't play any sports and just looked at numbers and actually had football guys saying, Hey, oh, f- football guys or gals saying, hey, you know, this guy, I don't know if you've seen him, but he's a monster. <laughs> he will annihilate anyone on that field, which I'm yeah. pretty sure is what you want. I mean, and the, an- the analysts are like, Hallie, well, this guy right here, all the numbers indicate that he has a, a high intellectual prowess and will will score several touchdowns. Yes. Here's my thing. And that's what Hallie goes with. Hallie doesn't – and, you know, it, I, I I really do believe, too. I think all of our hatred for Howie comes from the drafts because they're yeah. such abysmal picks. And, and you know, I, I don't know – who was calling the game um, this weekend? It was the Monday Night Football crew, right? Yeah. I forget who it was that said it, but – uh, so, Lewis Riddick calls the game. He's one of the color commentators, and I don't know the other one, but uh, Lewis Rick. I don't know if it was Lewis Riddick, but he's one of them. Well, whoever it was said, you know, it's not Jalen Riker's fault, but for his entire career, he's going to be compared to Justin Jefferson. Oh, yeah. But I know whose fault it is. Yeah, it's how he's. <laughs> I, I think that one, you know, I'll be straight up honest with you. Okay, DK Metcalf. All right. Whatever. Well, okay, can I? I just want to mention that real quick. How, as as a just as a just football fan in general, right? Like you watch the combine, you see these guys test what they did and all that stuff. How can you look at DK Metcalf 
who ran a 4-3-40 at his size with his just I mean just look at him. He's like 6'3, 240. Ran a 4-3-40. How can you not be like, okay, this guy's a physical specimen? How can you not take it like a guy like that? Instead, you draft a guy who's 6'2, a buck 90. You know, who was just he was he was and he was a pretty good college player. But the only reason you don't, you don't DK Metcalf was because he had a neck problem in college. <laughs> when also hasn't popped up since. I mean, just look at DK Metcalf. Look at him. How can you not take it? He's literally he's Batman. If Batman would be <laughs> you know, DK Batman. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Literally, DK Metcalf. If you just if Batman was real, and you put DK Metcalf in a Batman costume, I'm convinced. All right. So straight up in the future, uh, DK Metcalf. If you ever listen to this show, Chip has I, an idea for you. Uh, just, just go yeah. to an audition to be yeah. the next Batman after your yeah. NFL career is over, yeah. and you could be the next Bruce Wayne. Straight it, up, hundred percent. I mean, you're not listening, but. If you are, you know, what's up? Uh, who's to say he doesn't want to be Bruce Wayne? I'm, I would be, but I, I mean, I won't. I mean, I, yeah, but, I would be. I mean, literally, like, dude is uh, just, 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 if you don't even know who DK Metcalf is, which you should, because if, if you don't, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast, but just Google DK Metcalf. He's a, he's, he's massive. And and he's and he's faster than ninety percent of the NFL. I always go back to that picture where JJ Ortega Whiteside's mom is holding the umbrella over him, and I'm like, oh, wow. Stop, stop, stop! I don't want. Oh, how did he drop that this weekend, man? And and another thing, if you if you don't even know how like fast DK Metcalf is, Google the Buda Baker interception where he caught him, and you'll be mind blown. I'm done. All I mean, right, final predictions. Uh, final predictions for the Eagles, Chip. One more thing on Howie. I know people like I like I said earlier, people are high on Howie right now because all the trade things. And, I, and like I said this too, but if he can come out and have a good draft this year, I I will back off. I will. I will. Same here. Like, like it's I will just accept, it's been so bad. It's been like. I don't think people are ever going to get over the fact that you drafted J.J. Arcega-Whiteside over D.K. Metcalf and drafted Jalen Rigger the pick before Justin Jefferson. Jalen Rigger would have still been there. In the second round! I mean, Justin Jefferson was a stud in college. He had over 100 catches. On the national championship winning LSU Tigers, and you take a guy from TCU? Huh? What's the, what's the logic? If I ever I don't meet, know, if I ever meet Howie, I'm asking him that. 
I'm gonna say okay, why. okay, okay. Enough Howie Roseman, more playoffs. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask why you drafted Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson. Please well, ex- the statistics told me. What what statistics? Justin Jefferson was better. Well, maybe. There's literally no reason to not draft him, but he did. Literally. If anyone else was GMing the Eagles, they take Justin Jefferson there. Anyone else except Hallie Roseman. I'm done. Okay, final predictions for the freaking playoffs. Um, let's, let's start with this game. Will the Eagles keep it within seven points? I think 34-24 Buccaneers. So you think the Bucks are going to win? Yep. That's a shame. Listen, man, don't don't give me hate on this, all right? And, you know, fans don't be like, you're a fake fan. I'm not, all right? I, I love this team to death. I just it, – it's, it's just too tall of a mountain to climb. Is it because it's the actual goat you're going up against, or is it just it's you don't have goat. full confidence in the growing team yet? It's the actual goat, the defending champs. The, they literally signed everybody to keep that team together to, to go do and win a Super Bowl again. And I just think we're not there yet. We're 0-6 against teams who made the playoffs. <laughs> You know, I just think we're not there yet, man. We're not there yet. Um, you know, I, I I like where we're heading, but it's just it's it's it, we're not we're not there yet. I mean, Antonio Brown did walk off against the Jets. Yeah, I mean, again, I I'm not even gonna go into that, but you know, I mean, they are you know they are dealing with injuries. They are, but it's the goat, man. I mean, I. You know, and and literally in that same game, the Chiefs were down by like 14. They came back and won. So it's you know, and I know it's against the Jets and all, but it's it's just they're. I don't know, man. I really don't. I mean, again, I I the Eagles can win this game. They can, but it's going to be extremely extremely difficult. Um, I think the game's actually going to be a little bit closer. I mean, I I do think that Tom Brady is going to pull it off. Uh, yeah. But I don't think that it's going to be as much of a shootout. Um, I, I think it'll end up being something like 24-17. Okay. Uh, I think that the Bucks will have a larger lead and the Eagles will come back very similar to what they did before. Uh, yeah. The Bucks will stop them at the very end. I think I think it's going to be 31, probably like – it's going to be like 31 – 10 or something and the Eagles are going to make a run and then they're going to you know yeah, like you said they're going to stop them you know they might add another field goal on there but yeah I just think I mean as we you know this the Eagles sometimes you know they come out in slow starts which they can't do in this game but if they do it's going to be really tough to win oh if they do that again it's over yeah they, they can't do that they, they have to come out you know you know 
they they can't have a slow start. They just can't. Well, I think we've reached our playoff destination for the day. Do you have anything else to add before I go into a plethora of self-promotion? I'm nervous, man. Same. What if we win? That would be hot. Then we play the Packers. That would be scary. <laughs> but we're not, so it doesn't matter. Well, we'd like to thank you for reaching the destination together with us. You know, we made the playoffs. We're saying we because our podcast has something to talk about for one more week. We made it, man. We, you know, no one thought we were going to be here, but here we are. You know, despite going 0-6 against the playoffs, playoff teams, here we are. We're here. And we'd like to thank you for listening with us to the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Go to phlsportsnation.com for all your Philly sports wants, needs, and desires. Go to the podcast tab. Go to the PHL Bandwagon on there. You can find us on Anchor. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, wherever your podcasts are available Wherever podcasts are available, we're most likely there. If we're not, shoot us an email at phlthebandwagon at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts, and we could try to get added to your site. Um, you know, if you have any questions, uh, we would really like to see the mailbox work. Um, so shoot us a question, and we'd be happy to talk about it as long as it's appropriate and not something terribly mean like usual. Um you can follow me at PHL Ryan Michaels. You can follow Chip at PHL Chip Tiernan. You can also follow the Philly Bandwagon at the PHL Bandwagon on Twitter and Facebook. We share polls weekly. Um, we will probably never get an Instagram, but it's probably coming too, so we never know. Yeah, it might. Maybe. Uh, go to the Wake Shop. You can get your TBW merchandise and hoodies, beanies. It is cold out there. Get a beanie or seven. We'd appreciate it. Seven. Yeah. Or get, you know, a sweatshirt or 12. 16 of those. Yeah. And 24 uh, T-shirts. Yeah. And if we have socks, I don't think we do, but we could always ask. Get 38 of the long sleeves. Yeah, 38 of the long sleeves. And, and um, seven of the short sleeves. Correct. So, yeah, you'll be you'll be set. Yeah, you all swagged out. All right. Um, Andrew Knapp, uh, go birds. Hector and Irish, go birds. Go birds. Go birds. Go birds. Birds.